Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krops. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you on a Thursday. That means tomorrow's Friday. Of course, tomorrow's Freedom Friday here on Political Coffee, where you get to have, well, just the wonderful opportunity. Call and talk about politically whatever you want to talk about today. That's not today. That's tomorrow. I know I misspoke there. Sorry about that. It's tomorrow. Today, let me ask you a question. What do you think about the idea that you would have to have a carbon passport to be able to travel around the world? What? Yes, CNN and other crazy lefty media outlets are now floating the idea of requiring carbon passports to limit people's travel in order to flight or fight rather climate change. This is a Gateway Pundit article by Mike Lachance. He says, every time you think the left cannot possibly come up with a new idea that is worse than the last, they somehow manage to do it. These are the same people who accuse Trump of being a dictator. And Wokeness tweets, memo has gone out. Carbon passports are coming. You will own nothing, travel nowhere, and be an obedient slave to the overlords. And then it shows CNN travel article which the headline says it's time to limit how often we can travel abroad carbon passports may be the answer then business insider which by the way is um, some describe as a CIA mouthpiece said could carbon passports that limit how much we travel be in our future So what do you guys think about that? Hmm? I want to talk a little bit about that today. Dan Bongino, a little shop talk here, has changed course, reversed course. Radio Insight article, he he signs and extends with Westwood One. The article begins after claiming two years ago that he had no interest in remaining with the company when his contract was finished. Dan Bongino has signed an extension Cumulus Media's Westwood One to continue his host, his daily talk show. Now, he had, remember, he had railed against the company's COVID-19 vaccine mandates and stated a regret in signing a long-term contract. Now, the deal does change, by the way, to some extent, but the bottom line is that he has decided to keep going. Now, his podcast is a perennial top 10 in Apple News' category ranking and has seen more, more, well over 200 million downloads so far this year. Well, this year's almost over, but that's still an amazing amount. So... What do you think about that? Now, one of the reasons I bring this up is because after the first of the year, we begin, we replace Brian Kilmeade with the war room with Steve Bannon. Again, I will tell you that you will not 
become, you will not listen to any show. Maybe Dan Bongino's, but you will not listen to a more diverse show in terms of the broadness of its guests and the topics. You won't find a, a more broad, more entertaining, but frankly, a more factual and educational show than War Room with Steve Bannon. Yes, he goes on rants from time to time. Yes, he's very MAGA, very America first. That's all okay with me. I don't agree with Steve Bannon all the time. He doesn't agree with Trump all the time. He doesn't agree with Mike Johnson all the time. He has his own thoughts. He's a very smart, very intelligent guy. More importantly, he claims, and I have not yet verified this, but he claims that his show, War Room, is the second most listened to, watched podcast out there. What? Joe Rogan is number one. Rogan is huge. If War Room is second, there's a reason for it. And it's a reason that you should absolutely take heart in. Because it tells me and it tells you something important about where the country is and where the world is. But specifically the country, United States of America, where we are in our thinking. If in fact War Room is the second most listened to, watched podcast out there. Now, is it is it bigger than a few other things? No, it isn't. But it's huge. Because remember something here, folks. It's uncensored. All right. Some other things uh, to talk about. But I do want to ask you this question. What do you think about the idea of a carbon passport that limits how much you can travel? Now, it doesn't say just internationally. It's travel, period. All right, so obviously international travel is what requires a passport. But let me ask you this. If, if, if the idea is that you should be limited in your ability to travel internationally is accepted, how far do they take that now? What about local travel? What about statewide travel? What about national travel? Why isn't it a, I mean, heck, if we're going to remove dams and try to replace them with inefficient windmills that kill bald eagles and other endangered species, if we're going to remove dams and replace them with very inefficient in the Willamette Valley, solar farms, crazy ideas that we would have never even thought approached in any rationality. We're going to do that. Don't you think the Marxist leftist control freaks that now run U.S. government policy at almost every level, by the way, and state of Oregon, don't you think they would naturally take that to the next level and say, well, guess what? You now have to show your carbon passport to fly, let's say from, I don't know, Portland to Washington, D.C. to go lobby Congress. 
from Portland to maybe Dallas, Eugene to Dallas, you know, to go see friends, family. What do you think about that? I just, I really want to know. Is this a crazy idea that will never go anywhere? I don't know. A Texas nonprofit called Free Speech for People, it's a Willamette Week story, has sued to keep Donald Trump off the ballot. The same lawsuit that has been rejected state after state after state, time after time after time in America using the 14th Amendment, the January 6th insurrection, blah, blah, blah. All of that has happened again. You see, this happened previously. Others had sued. And the Marxist Secretary of State of Oregon, this tells you how, how bad this is, consulted with the lawyers at the Oregon Department of Justice which are, by the way, some are pretty good. Some are out there in left field. The Marxist Secretary of State, who has created the Ministry of Truth, which I and others in the media have filed suit in federal lawsuit, in federal court, as you know, that same person rejected, as did the lawyers at the Oregon Department of Justice, the idea we're going to keep Trump off the ballot because of insurrection. By the way, got to remind you, uh, Trump has never been charged with insurrection. Nobody has charged Trump with insurrection. Okay? Just a little fact. So when somebody says to you, hey, we got to keep Trump off the ballot, this group filed suit here in Oregon because he's disqualified which that part of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment says you're disqualified, you can't hold any office if you have, quote, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, unquote. He's not been charged with that. He's not been convicted of that. Anyway, an old guy I know by the name of Dan Meek uh, and Jason Kafori are two well-known Oregon lefty lawyers. They're making this argument. How do you think that's going to turn out? And I think it was a federal judge yesterday that I thought I saw a Gateway Pundit story about this. I thought a federal judge yesterday rejected this in another state. Okay. Did any of you, by the way, watch the... Um, <laughs> that Republican JV debate last night. Who do you think won or who do you think lost? I'm just curious. Now, I'm, I didn't watch it because I was busy uh, engaging in a, in a once-a-month meeting that I engage with in the Oregon City area of the Executive Club. I host it now. It's a long-running meeting of conservatives that are – it's been going since the 70s, by the way. And it is uh, – it's a great meeting. Yesterday, we had some, some local folks running for Clackamas County Sheriff, Clackamas County Commission, and a state representative office in 
uh, Oregon City that made presentations to us last night, a group of about 45, 50 people. So that's where I was. I did not watch this thing. Did you? What were your impressions? Who won? Did Vivek, uh, did he win? Calling, frankly, the Gateway Pundit story says he mops the stage floor with the GOP, quote unquote, bootlickers. And he hit every theme. Chris Christie got booed. I mean, speaking of this lawsuit in Oregon, saying Trump doesn't have the right. Chris Christie said last night he was booed after saying Trump will lose his right to vote. Really? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Vivek is he's something else. Joe Biden's approval rating drops again. According to the new CNN poll, we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Plus, your emails, especially about carbon passport. How do you how do you think this idea is going to go? You having to have a carbon passport to be able to travel internationally at first. What about nationally? How about if you're driving a car that isn't an EV? Will you have to have a passport when you cross state lines? How far will the crazy left go with this idea? Back in a moment. It's Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top there. Great to have you with us today, folks, on Thursday, December 7th, the 82nd anniversary of Pearl Harbor. A state employee who shall never be named, along with several of you, is just one of you. And by the way, thanks to all you state employees who serve us, and you do. Sometimes you, you face an almost, those of you state employees who have to deal with the public sometimes, you face an impossible task. So I, I, uh, I just wanted to once again call out uh, the the folks at the Secretary of State's corporate office in Salem, they were very helpful to me, really went the extra mile, and I appreciate that very much. So I appreciate each and every one of you that are government workers, whether you're state or you're Salem City, that talk to us and talk to others about things you see, or maybe Marion County, very appreciative of your work because you're common sense people you have to live your life the same way the rest of us do thank you to all of you 82nd anniversary of pearl harbor this state employee who shall never be named writes in an email by the way you want to send an email it's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news 503-589-1220 is the power of buick gmc Call in talk line if you want to call. It's the 82nd anniversary 
the National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. Yes. The anniversary of the Empire of Japan's attack on the United States at Pearl Harbor, a day that, as Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the president of time, said, will live in infamy. May we never forget the horrific event that forced our nation into the Second World War and changed the course of the world as the result. Absolutely. May we never forget it. May we also never forget September 11th. That also changed the course of the world and America. Lee writes an email about carbon passports. We're talking about that today. CNN is floating the idea of carbon passports to limit your travel internationally, of course. I say, is it a stretch to think it would be, I asked that question, is it a stretch to think that it would be expanded to limit your travel within America? And not just with, on airlines, folks. What about on trains? What about automobiles? So Lee writes... An interesting thought here about this. Carbon passport, question mark, he writes. So the passport would also be applied to all private airplanes, right? Just think, these folks that fly from one point to the other to protest, then do it again, could be limited in their travels. That's a good idea. While they're at it, why not install a toilet tax? You got to go? It's going to cost you a bucks. Carbon tax, just another pile of crap. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, Tim, thanks for the email. U.S. taxpayers pay for all of this and have been for many years, and we get nothing in return. What we have is billions of tax dollars spent with no accountability. What on earth is he talking about? Well, it's a YouTube video done by former Fox host Clayton Morris in his podcast where he, ha he interviews CIA whistleblowers who admit we have alien bodies and UFOs at Air Force bases. Wow. It's a Daily Mail story, actually, that exposes the CIA played a central role in collecting alien spacecraft for decades. According to the report, the CIA even has an office of global access that has collected at least nine, quote, non-human craft, two of which are completely intact. So Clayton Morris introduced Christopher Sharp, one of the authors of this story, for the Daily Mail. Now, this story came out on December 2nd, so it's been a few days. They've gotten basically 160,000 views of that. Just an interesting little factoid. Thank you, Tim, for that email. Folks, I also got to remind you of your opportunity to stay nice and warm because guess what? It's going to get cold again. Freedom Heating and Air can help you do that, and they can do it in a very affordable manner. One of the cool things about doing business with Freedom Heating and Air, which is this company has been around 50 years, based out of Salem, is that they offer discounts to veterans, to senior citizens, apartment managers, and specifically half-price labor to gold star families. They honor those who've served our country, especially those who've given the ultimate sacrifice. 
Now, you can do business with a lot of heating and air companies around the area. Why don't you think about Freedom Heating and Air? They have freedom in their name for a reason, because they stand for the cause of liberty. Give them a call, 503-580-1456, 580-1456. Check out their website, including a great blog they have about how you can help kind of take care of your own heating and cooling system, the little things you can do to make it better. Check it out, freedomheatingandair.net. That's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net. I said Joe Biden's approval rating has dropped again. This is the story. A CNN poll shows that Biden's approval rating is now under danger territory. When you're under 40%. 40%. Now, do you think Joe Biden is still going to be the nominee? Folks, I got news for you. It's too late for anybody else on the Dem side to jump in. Dates filing deadlines, several of them have already passed. He's going to be McGee. If he's alive. Back in a moment. Carbon passports, what do you think about that at 630? Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 24 minutes before the top. Now, great to have you with us today, folks. It's Thursday, December 7th, the day we remember, the day that will live in infamy. Japanese attack, Pearl Harbor. We're talking today about carbon passports. CNN's floating this idea. You, have, you might have to have a carbon plas- passport to save the planet. You know, if you travel, to, it's, the idea is to not stop your travel, but just limit it. What do you think about that idea? Well, Julie sent me an email. By the way, you want to send me an email? You can. It's simple. It's jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. Julie says, the idea is stupid enough, the lefties, not unlike the anti-Semitic protesters on college campuses, would greedily gobble up with their meals of tofu and crickets. Ooh. Linda writes an email about carbon passports. She said, this travel passport has Obama's hands all over it. Remember when he wanted us to have papers to travel between states? The carbon issue was not part of that effort then. I assume this is just an added item, hoping it has more clout to restrict another American right to travel unencumbered. Doesn't it say something like that in the Constitution? Something questionable I've heard this morning from a McCarthy supporter, oh, that he's going to go out and raise tons of money to get Republicans elected in the next cycle. How many bridges are for sale somewhere? Let me address this for a moment. I, I won't tell you the content of my conversation with Congresswoman Lori chavez Dreamer. It was a texting conversation yesterday, and it's not finished. I just asked her if she had knowledge 
that Kevin McCarthy was going to resign from Congress, folks. He's not just serving out his term, he's resigning. And what that does, that leaves us with a one-vote majority. One vote, folks. Because all of, you know, she voted along with, Republic, you know, the other Republican congressmen in our congressional delegation in the House and Senate, Cliff Bentz, they both voted to get rid of George Santos, a guy who should have gotten rid of, but not until he was convicted, folks. And that's what I had told her previously. Well, she didn't listen to me, of course. She went ahead and did it anyway. She justified it. But my, my point to you is now all you need is a Republican member of Congress to mysteriously die in an accident or die of a heart attack or have a stroke and become incapacitated or decide to leave Congress, you know, to get a high-paying university job like Bill Johnson just did. Now, Kevin McCarthy did this as a big middle finger to all of the Republicans. This is his lack of character. This is who the man is. It's who he's been for a long time. It's why he could lie brazenly, literally lie brazenly to so many members of Congress, of his own party, that some of them, like Nancy Mace, who's no raging America first conservative, by the way, Nancy Mace out of South Carolina, she voted to get rid of McCarthy because he lied to her. So now he's giving the middle finger to them because he knows that Santos and Bill Johnson have to be replaced by special elections. That means there's a window of time here where if a member of Congress that is a Republican got sick, got died, was incapacitated, or decided to resign, it would then be a 50-50 tie. How do you think that would turn out? You know, all the Biden impeachment hearings, inquiries. How do you think that would go? What about the January 6th weaponization committee? which is uncovering all kinds of interesting things about government. How do you think that would go? No, Kevin McCarthy showed his true character or lack of it, in my personal opinion. Now, I get it. Lori Chavez-Dureemer got elected in part because Kevin McCarthy raised money for her and they ran a pretty decent campaign. She didn't win by a lot, but she won. Now, folks, her voting record so far has not been particularly good for the America First base that she has to have to get re-elected. Who elected her, she has to have to get re-elected. She did not have any advanced knowledge, she says, that Kevin McCarthy was going to resign from Congress. There's lots of speculation that he wasn't going to run again. That was easy to figure out, but resign right away? She thinks it's because he's gotten all kinds of lobbying offers. Well, that's true. Probably so. You probably make millions as a lobbyist now. Well, you got to wait one year. Now, so I, I get it. He, uh, federal law says you got to wait a year. From the time you leave the Senate or the House before you can lobby Congress. 
But the scam is, is that you still get to lobby, but what you do is you get a job, you know, like Gordon Smith did as head of the National Association of Broadcasters right away. Now, he's not a lobbyist, but in reality, he was. The same is going to be true with Kevin McCarthy. The scam that is Congress will continue, and both parties are complicit in it, folks. You know that. I'm not going to spare either of them. You go into Congress as a pauper. You come out a multimillionaire. How does that happen? There's a lot of ways in which money laundering happens. It happens at, and it's legal, folks. It's legal in Oregon, let me tell you. Also, thank you. Um, for, uh, who, I, don't, I don't know who sent this to me. December 12th is another day that shall, shouldn't be forgotten. It is the sinking of the U.S. Navy gunboat in December 12th, 1937. The U.S. Navy gunboat Panay by the Japanese in the Yangtze River. You guys remember that? Yeah, that's another date that we should not forget. Along with U.S. Yeah, Panay, right. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Doug writes an email about carbon passports that limit travel. I'll tell you about that in a moment. But I also need to remind you that if you support absolute election integrity efforts at every level, you should support MyPillow. You should do business with Mike Lindell's company, MyPillow.com. And you should get the incredible discounts they're offering right now for Christmas. I tell you the story about how last year I spent a lot of money with my pillow. This is long before they advertised on this radio show because I believed in their products. I've been using their products for years. The my pillow I've been sleeping on for years. The towels, I rave about the towels. You will never find a better, more observant set of towels more soft and it retains their softness and their absorbability no matter how many times you launder them. Those are the towels I bought before, again, they started advertising on the show. Go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code PC23 that's specific to this radio show and get these incredible deals. And they are incredible deals. I rave about the Giza Dream bed sheets. I sleep on them every night, folks. They're fantastic. The towels, I just told you about that. The new Roll and Goal pillow, Mike Lindell's talking about that everywhere, including on War Room, $9.99. It's your travel, my pillow. Roll and go. Go anywhere. $9.99. Get, get these deals at mypillow.com. Use the promo code PC23. All right. Uh, another email that was sent to me. This is, I think this was Timothy, and I'll get to it, but I want to tease you with this before I read Doug's. IMF boss, that's the International Monetary Fund, says governments need to impose a global carbon tax on citizens to punish them for using 
energy. There's another way that government can punish us for using energy. Carbon passports is one of them. There's another one, and I'll share that with you. Doug's email about today's, you know, main topic, carbon passports that limit travel, he writes. The coming financial crash and ensuing central bank digital currency will not only have limits on your carbon output, you can guarantee it will track your medical footprint. This is the globalist plan, a one world order with a one world money and a one world tax. People with money are usually paid to not ask such questions because taxes don't affect them. No matter how our especially monstrous government becomes, and how satisfying the ultimate demise will be, our battle doesn't end with them, it only begins with them. Back in a moment at 648. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, is a contractor that you can absolutely trust to come into your home and, and engage in a sensitive, and I do mean sensitive, like a bathroom or a kitchen remodel. Not make your life miserable, folks. Take, don't take my word for it. Just look at his website, RighteousRenovations.com. Look at the great before and after pictures and, frankly, all of the, well, really, I think, convincing customer testimonials. You know, you never know who you're getting as a contractor unless you do some research, figure out, how have they treated other people? Testimonials are just critical to finding the right contractor that will respect not only your wishes, but treat you right. He's a man of faith and he lives it in the name of his company. And I can tell you personally, he lives it in how he interacts with you because he has with me. So why don't you give Righteous Renovations a try? really easy just go to righteousrenovations.com righteousrenovations.com you can give Eric a call 503-341-3816 341-3816 righteousrenovations.com yeah the IMF managing uh, director is Kristalina Georgievia, a Bulgarian economist who serves as the managing director of the IMF. She said Monday that the IMF wants to see countries implement punishing new carbon taxes to, quote, fight climate change, unquote. She did this at COP28. This is, you know, where all these globalists fly in on their private jets. And they're being chauffeured around in luxury automobiles, dining on the finest cuts of beef and other delicacies. Quote from her, we have been very keen to give the biggest possible incentive for decarbonization, which is putting a price on carbon. The price needs to go up, up, up if we're going to speed up decarbonization. 
You know, she's one of the elitists who get to fly around the world on their jets. They don't care about you and I. And frankly, there's a lot of American companies that are globalists that have bought into all of this ESG carbon mania. That's why we asked the question today about carbon passports. And before I go to Gary, I know I've talked about a lot of things today. By the way, did you know this CNN poll, Joe Biden's approval is 37% and going down. Telling you folks, he's the best candidate we could have to run against Donald Trump, who will be the Republican nominee. Did you watch the debate last night? Did anybody win? Some of the headlines are just hilarious. Vivek Ramaswamy last night. Deporting American, this is a headline from a story. Deporting America's illegal alien population can be done with existing law. And then there's another story. Vivek kneecaps Christy Cream. Christy, quote, do everybody a favor. Just walk yourself off this stage. Enjoy a nice meal and get the blank out of the race. And then he goes after Nikki. He, this is another headline. Holds up a Nikki corrupt sign. Calls out big donor puppet masters propping her up. Quote, this is a woman who will send your kids to die so she can buy a bigger house. Wow. Let's go to Gary who's on the line. Gary, did you watch the Republican debate last night? Go Beebs. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Why would I ever watch that thing? Uh, I look forward to missing it every week. <laughs> okay. Hey, do you remember George Taylor, the head um, meteorologist for Oregon, who uh, got fired because he wouldn't lock, walk um, lockstep with the uh, uh, climate change people? Yes, I knew uh, and, George. And then he ended Absolutely. up getting fired from Oregon State as a professor. Well, um, back in the day, we I went to a few of his uh, his uh, meetings, and we we scheduled him with our group a number of times. Yep. And he found some studies that uh, went through history, and like the Renaissance was the warmest time that uh, the Earth's ever had, which was also the most productive. But uh, all the hot times. He found, because it's related to the ocean uh, warming, he found that carbon dioxide raises after the Earth heats, not before the Earth heats. And that's the reason he got fired. Hmm. You know, that, uh, that shouldn't surprise me that... Again, the facts don't matter. Right? No. I mean, they, they, and and the, he's the one who he found it. these studies that were, uh, I think they were doing tree rings and then also ice uh, core samples. And they were able to get the carbon dioxide levels of the, of the earth during those times. And they could see if the trees grew hev- uh, fatter during those times and they'd ma- match them together. And uh, he was finding that the Earth heats and then more carbon dioxide is produced. There is a connection, but one doesn't cause the other. Absolutely right. CO2 has been increasing 
year after year. Okay, global output of CO2 has been increasing year after year, yet the temperature has varied tiny amounts. Now, there are places where you get localized increases. Like the other day, we had a record temperature here in the Willamette Valley. Okay, 67 degrees in Portland, as measured at the Portland airport. That broke a record back in the 40s. Now, what about times before that? You got to remember, Gary, and, and you, you bring out an important point of what George Taylor put out there. The retreating glaciers in the Italian Alps, Alps mountains have sh uncovered, these melting glaciers have uncovered Roman lead mines. Roman, that means that at some point in time, the Romans were mining lead in the Italian Alp Mountains. And then a cold period hit and it iced over. That's a fact. Well, these, these dictators need a reason to shut things down, just like they did with the COVID. And this global emergency that they're making up is perfect for them because we will all be locked down, but they won't. We will all be taxed to the nth degree, but they won't. Uh, they need a crisis to do two things. One, scare the people into doing what they want to do. And two, to declare martial law without declaring martial law. That is what this is all about. I think you're right, Gary. Great way to end the show today. Go, Go Beavs. Good talking to you. Friends, we're back tomorrow. It's Freedom Friday. In fact, I've got a special treat for you tomorrow on Freedom Friday. Hope you listen in. Make it a great day. Remember to pray for our leaders, even those you can't stand or don't like politically. Stand up for what you believe. Don't be cowed. Make your opinion. See you tomorrow. Stop